Hey guys, welcome back to the Transform Your Life podcast. This is episode 31. Ashley, how are you doing, babe? I'm great, and how are you doing? I am doing good. We are going into October. Yay! How do you li- or how do you feel about fall? I love fall. Um, I love the beginning of fall. I don't like the end of fall. I think of it as, and I've talked about this before, but it's kind of like the Sunday night, right? You know, winter's coming, so it's kind of like, um, but I do love the crispness in the air. Um, we've started putting fires on in the bunkie, and that's it just like my soul feels so good when I hear that fire crackling and... Um, yeah, so we are thoroughly enjoying fall. Felix still wants to wear shorts to school. Um, so um, we've been kind of navigating that a little bit. But um, overall, I really like fall. It's probably my second or third favorite season. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Fantastic. How about you? Do you? What does fall bring for you? You know what? I didn't used to like fall, but over the past couple of years, I've been like, I kind of do like you fall. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is essentially since my wedding I think was the first time 2018 that I started noticing the leaves I don't know why that was the year but I decided yeah I was like oh the leaves are kind of cool in the fall and I'm like <laughs> how did it take you like 30 years to figure out that these are really cool but I did come to that realization a few years ago and I was like this is really interesting um my husband he used to always be like I love fall it's amazing and I was like oh man i am just always been a summer girl right so I wasn't really open to those other seasons but Fall is growing on me, so yeah. What about um, Thanksgiving? Fall, yeah, Thanksgiving, fall foods, pumpkin. You know, they say like the pumpkin season. Are you one of those girls? No, no, I love um, just coffee. <laughs> so, um, I'm not a pumpkin spice latte girl. Um, I think it's great if you are. My sister-in-law is, and we like to lip her. <laughs> My uh, brother, who is her husband, um, he calls her super basic for the things that she likes. She likes the Ugg boots and the scarves. And the <laughs> I'm like, okay, I like all of those things too, but she's uh, she's diving right in on the pumpkin spice latte stuff. And yeah. But, um, no, I'm not huge into that stuff. I love decorating my front porch with pumpkins. The kids actually grew a pumpkin patch this year. And so it was actually super fruitful. And, um, yeah, so it's been really fun. Um, yeah, just kind of enjoying those little bits of um, the decor that changes. Pretty soon we'll be able to put the fireplace on in the house. And, yeah, I like just cozying up with a blanket, which is not something typical of summer. So, yeah, it's good i'm excited for thanksgiving it did used to be my favorite holiday why why was it my favorite holiday prior to kids i always said it was christmas without the bullshit Mm, i like that yeah but now that i have kids i like christmas is absolutely my favorite the way that they are just enjoying the season the the excitement the joy the opening of presents it's definitely switched into christmas but if it were just me it's all of your people, it's all of the food, it's all of the long weekend festivities without presents and all the things that kind of come with Christmas that I think add a layer of stress as well as joy. Um, but yeah, I find that Thanksgiving is uh, a beautiful time of year and most people are kind of embracing it. So I love it. You want to know something crazy? Yeah. Absolutely, always. <laughs> Growing up, like, we never celebrated Thanksgiving. Actually, what? we never celebrated, like, any holidays because my mom was <gasps> always... That breaks my soul in half. But she was, like, making Thanksgiving dinner for <gasps> people, right? So it would be, like... 
she would make the turkeys for the like grandma who didn't want to make the turkeys and then they would host it at a restaurant and that was beautiful too but like all those like easter thanksgiving all of those like we did christmas but that was like pretty much it in terms of holidays so thanksgiving it's funny because you're blowing my mind here like oh my god that's just like the thing that comes up is like the cobbler's children go barefoot right like the guy who makes the shoes his kids but don't you have didn't them. know any different and so you were just kind of like oh we never really were like a turkey family even at christmas we don't have turkey right like those just weren't things that I grew up with. So like other than Christmas, that was really the only like major thing that we were celebrating. Um, and then I was like, what's all this hype about like Thanksgiving? And um, I don't know, I guess everybody like now I'm like, Oh, it's kind of cool, but I don't have that same like uh, history of it in history, the backyard. Nostalgic, like, Oh, I remember when I was six years old and then that was going on. So Thanksgiving is kind of one of those things for me, which I find just kind of fascinating. And now, because I think both of us work so much in the like gratitude, be thankful, appreciate things. I find it cool that we have a day that's centered around that to be so grateful, to be so thankful, to sit in that, um, to sit in that place I find incredibly beautiful, but I don't isolate it maybe to that one day or something, but it's still not even really a big thing in our family either. That's like, I am literally almost speechless here, girl. Like I am dumbfounded by this. Oh my goodness. So even when I was in England teaching, there was two other girls, Haley and Kayla, who were there and we were all Canadian. So we got together and did like a friend's Canadian Thanksgiving. I just like, you. I can't even imagine not having, oh my God, girl, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that you know when you don't know what you don't know until you don't know. you're like middle, you just get older and then you look back, you're like, huh. Oh, right. Okay. That's interesting. But I never, you just don't know. You just don't know. Or if it was happening and I wasn't participating in it, I obviously didn't feel left out. Like this didn't come up till I was like in my twenties. I was like, oh yeah, people actually do that thing. Okay, cool. But yeah, it was just, it was never really a thing. And I would say even with holidays, like you know, some people are like holiday people. I can't wait to decorate for Easter and do the eggs and Thanksgiving. You're talking about changing the decor. Mm -hmm. You know me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. my decor is the same all year long. Like it's nice, but it's the same guys. (laughs) We are like, not like (laughs) my son's like, can we hang some Halloween decorations this year? I was like, we'll see what we can find, but I'm not the person like that goes to the dollar store that gets all the decorations and then decorates the stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like if there's a hand-me-down. So like my father-in-law, he'll show up for like, I don't know, a hangout and he'll be like, Oh, I brought you a pumpkin. Or I brought you like these little decory things. Oh my God. Which is cute. I He's always it. thinking of it, but um, yeah, it's just not me. Okay, cool. No, but, that's... I mean, you know what? That leads into another thought though. Like the fact that I, don't participate is actually kind of interesting right how you're like that is blowing my mind but I feel like don't people feel pressure they feel like Thanksgiving needs to look like this or like Halloween needs to look like this right absolutely and I see that that with that expectation I have some people in my life that if that expectation isn't met there's a lot of disappointment there's Mm. a lot of like angst and anxiety around it where it's almost it is almost better if it's just another day like Mm -hmm. let's enjoy but also knowing okay let's focus on that gratitude piece Mm -hmm. let's be hyper aware Mm -hmm. of all the things and do you know where thanksgiving originated from like do you know why we have thanksgiving something to do with the pilgrims and yeah and so i don't know all the details but it's around the harvest 
So mm. all the things come off and all the things come out of the garden and there's an abundance of food. And so everybody's grateful um, and celebrating and wants to enjoy the harvest before kind of a long winter where things are a little bit more scarce. So I think, I don't know. I have not researched this. I'm just talking out of my butt, but okay, so that's, <laughs> but that's cool. what I understand. That's, so that's really cool. But then I'm thinking, okay, we in Canada, but we may have our American listeners and they're like, what are you guys talking about? It's October. And they have their Thanksgiving in November, in November. But think about that harvest for them. Would it have been later because they're further south? But then doesn't it vary depending on where you would be in the U.S. because it's so big? You would think, but maybe they just picked like a general, I don't know. I but would that make sense why they would, would have a later Thanksgiving? It would make sense because their harvest would go longer because uh, it's If you're listening warmer. in the States, you can clarify this. <laughs> please, please, let us know. Please. We are pretending that we know what we're talking about. We really don't. We don't even know about our own Thanksgiving super very much, but um, we definitely don't know about um, all this going on all over the world. Um, One of our traits is that we know a lot about the things we know a lot about, but anything else... We're matching, or we're, we're like, oh, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> or it just comes in, and you're like, this makes sense, so I'm going to say Perfect. it. So Wonderful. Um, but, yeah, so talking on that gratitude piece, where, um, first of all, what are you doing as your own family? Um, I know that the things that you're doing and the things that we're doing probably look a little different. Um, but just focusing on that gratitude piece, where does that fall in for you, for your family? Mm-hmm. What a great question. So in terms of what that looks like on that particular weekend, I wouldn't say that there's anything that feels different in that, mm. in that place for me where it's like, oh, this is a hyper aware spot where it's like, oh, there's food on the table or there's, um, gratitude coming in any differently we were doing this thing with my son where we were doing an af- he has his um a schedule of like this is your morning routine and one of them was like an affirmation of like this is what I'm going to do today yeah. and what I was thinking so we started at the beginning of the school year and as it's went on it's kind of like I'm, I'm like you're a little young because it's like I will do this today and I'm like he's gonna forget that in one hour and I have no <laughs> idea that that was his affirmation for the day because some of them are like I will go and do this today right and it's hard I for a five-year-old to remember so it's like I think we should change that to gratitude yeah. versus that so I would say that's a daily practice that we've been newly integrating nice. just for him in particular or other sons um just turning to so obviously I mean he can say what he's grateful for, but it's not in English. We don't really understand what well, he's he talking just about. turned to, right? <laughs> he like, did yesterday, yeah, actually. Crazy. <laughs> totally. So I wouldn't say we're doing anything different. There'll be conversation around the table that will um, be associated with that. But we probably... Will you do turkey? No, probably not. Okay. I feel like turkey is it's a lot for like three people. Yeah. I don't know. You do extended family and there's, there's more mouths, right? Yeah. For us, it's like very small interaction and we're actually linking sully's birthday party this oh, weekend amazing. connected with thanksgiving but we won't do turkey but we're like oh yeah it is thanksgiving sunday oh yeah sully it is close to your birthday cool <laughs> get everybody together we're not actually doing thanksgiving we're just having your paw patrol party but i love it oh my god um, but yeah so i would say i would say that in terms of yeah i'd say that that would probably be the only thing that really comes up for the gratitude in our world. Gotcha. Yeah. So for us, it's, oh my goodness, my mom is hosting Thanksgiving dinner on the Sunday, which is, we get together every Sunday and we have a pretty big meal anyways, but this is like 
all the extended family. It's like, so she's hosting the Kramer Thanksgiving. So it'll be all my dad's siblings, all my Kramer cousins, young, old, like, it'll be, so hopefully the weather's nice. Do you love that or hate that? I love it. Um, now that my kids are a little bit older, it's easier to manage, and it's at my mom's house, so it's it's nice. Um, when it's, let's say, at my aunt's house in Barrie, or it's further away, and a house is not kid-proof, and uh, it just feels like there's a lot, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's different. But because she's hosting, and we're there anyways kind of thing, it'll be nice to see everybody. Um, yeah, and then Cam's mom is hosting. Cam, my husband, is hosting on... Um, Monday and that'll be another to do it'll just be like his siblings his parents um, no aunts and uncles or anything like that but yeah so our Thanksgiving weekend will be pretty full of food and kind of here and there it's very much like Christmas without the presents kind of thing Mm -hmm. which will be a lot and fun and the kids will just be in their glory so yeah amazing well we better talk about that because I think your situation is probably a lot more similar to the person that's listening and um I mean with COVID it looks a little bit different Mm -hmm. but I know that navigating these kinds of weekends in my world can be very challenging and we've talked about summer but summer isn't the same as barbecue right diving into a holiday weekend Mm -hmm. um or diving into the special settings with Christmas and all that sort of thing things look different so especially for I'm thinking of your clients who have just started a program Mm -hmm. right and what they would normally behave like at or not behave but the way that they would consume Mm -hmm. um maybe looks a little different or there's a little bit more stress or pressure or totally and I think it's so interesting because people come into the program and they're like so I signed up for this thing I'm two weeks in I've got my momentum going but now it's Thanksgiving what do I do and I think it's so interesting heading into these situations I think it's you looking at your goals are your goals something that you need to get to a certain place by a certain date for most of us that is not the case. So you may be like, you know what? My goals can be paused for this weekend and I'm just going to eat what I want. I want to drink what I want. And that is totally okay. So if that's you, girl, honestly, you just do that because that's in alignment of what feels good for you. Get right back on track when Thanksgiving is over. Get right back on your meal plan or get right back to the things that you're going to be eating. And really it matters your bounce back, right? Do you allow the leftovers of the week to seep in for three to five days, right? Now, if you're somebody that's like, hey, you know what? I got goals. I got to go into this situation and I want to make the best possible choices. My biggest suggestion for you is think about the things that in this setting, is this something that you get all of the time or is it something that is incredibly special? So say your grandma makes this apple pie. You only have it two or three times a year and it is going to make you feel incredible. Right? Stuffing. All the stuffing. Right? (laughs) You're not going to make stuffing on a random Tuesday night. Or, yeah. Right? Till Christmas. Right? And so it's those things. Can you pick and choose and fill your plate first with the things that are going to mean more than just calories to you that like, oh my God, I'm not going to have this again for for this period of time. Then there's going to be things like your generic dips. There's going to be things like your generic Doritos. There's going to be things that may be on the snack table or the appetizer table that you do have often. And I think it's you having that conversation with yourself of like, hey, you know what? Today I'm budgeting and I'm going to budget for the things that I actually really enjoy. And it's going to be those things that I have less often. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If you want to have a big piece of cake, 
go for it, girl. But know that that's totally fine. You're just picking and choosing. What are the things that are going to be those rare, only a couple times a year experiences that are actually going to bring you joy? And that's where I would start. And some people will go like, oh, load up on protein and load up on vegetables. Do that too, girl. But definitely pick and choose the things that you really want to have and then work your way backwards. Okay. I know for sure. I really want to have the the pie. So I'm going to say no to X, Y, and Z that's being presented on the table. Right. So I think it's coming up with that sort of situation with yourself. And then if you're somebody that you're like, you know, I need to be strict, 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 bring your meal to there, eat her up, Go for it if that's what feels really good for you. But you just need to tune into not what anybody else is going to say. Don't let your aunt guilt trip you into, come on, you got to try the Tex-Mex mix I made over here. Don't let that be (laughs) what you actually, if you don't want to have it, no girl, don't have it, right? So I think it's standing strong in wherever you sit of like, hey, I got my goals. I'm going to bring my meal, right? That's you. You do you. Or you're picking your favorite things and you're really saying, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go and I'm going to do that. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to get right back on track. Or you're just saying, fuck it. I'm doing all of it and that's fine. I'm just going to get right on track tomorrow. And you just need to determine what path makes the most sense for you. And the biggest piece is when you wake up on the Monday morning or the Tuesday morning, using that as motivation to move forward with no guilt about whatever choice it is that you made. Whatever choice you made. Maybe you had an extra drink that you weren't going to have. Cool beans, move forward, get on the treadmill, lift those weights, feel good about it. Cool. That was great. You're human. Right. And I think so often people think like, oh my goodness, I've been working really hard for three weeks. And then I went to Thanksgiving and I ruined all the progress I made. No girl, you stepped on scale, uh, stepped on the scale. You had a bunch of carbs. So what that did is it filled up all of the um, glycogen stores in your body. And so you're going to see, yeah, you'll step on the scale. It'll be up like five or seven pounds. And you'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe that I gained like seven pounds of fat. You didn't give yourself a few days. It's going to swing right on back. So I think too, when people think, oh, I undid all of the hard work, you can't undo it that quickly. Right. So it's like work hard for three weeks or work hard forever. You're doing it. And then let those weekends be what they're going to be. Step on the scale if you want to, but also recognize that like a five to seven pound swing isn't fat. It's just, it's not possible. Perfect. Oh my goodness. I love, thank you for sharing all of that because I think there's a lot of people and I have been one of those people in that headspace. And I would say that I use a blend of all of those strategies week to week because yes, we get together every Sunday and that's like, my day and I've said this before like it's my beer day that's when I like enjoy beer it's when I enjoy potatoes if I feel like mom's made some really fucking kick-ass potatoes that's when I enjoy them um and I don't really think or worry about dessert but the next day I don't skip my workout right and I think I'm super rigid when it comes to my workouts and my cardio amount um it's not like well maybe I'll just let this week slide Do everything you would do in conjunction with a normal week and just let go of the fact that you totally indulged, right? And that's what I do every week is just like, I would say probably from like Monday to Saturday, we live a pretty normal, there's a few like treats and sweets and there's the time I eat spaghetti and I, you know, skip the spaghetti squash and that is fine. I don't care. Um, But on Sunday, that's the day when it's like, no, I eat the pie, I drink the beer, I socialize, I have fun. Um, but on Monday, that's when you're right back to it. And even if you're up five pounds, 
you do your workout. Even if you're up five pounds, you go for that run that you would normally go for an, or a walk or whatever. Not being like, well, I completely fucked it. So I'm off the wagon. I might as well just have another binge day. Mm-hmm. And then Ooh. tomorrow I'll be another binge day. And I'm not working out. And it's just like. Or go the other way where people go like, oh, I really fucked up yesterday. I better eat like 300 calories today. No, don't do that. Right? Do you know what I mean? They wake yes. up and they're like, well, I really fucked up. So I better like not eat all day. Mm-hmm. No, girl. Like, I feel like when you're saying all those things, yes, have those good intentions, but also go like, you don't need to counterbalance those days. The way that I like to have people think about it is like, you just gassed up to your maximum. You know, when you fill your gas tank all the way to the top, you're like, fuck, I can go all the way to Kingston or I don't know, geography. So pick up an extra heavy weight, go for that extra long run because you have that energy inside of you. Yes. And not because you need to get rid of fat, but more so because it's like, Hey, I'm fully gassed up. I'm not a quarter tank. I'm not a half tank. I'm a full tank. Where are we going today, baby? And I think you're using that as your perspective versus feeling as though, okay, yeah, the girls that I know that are really fit, this is, they're always totally perfect and they always eat Mm -hmm. healthy and they Mm -hmm. don't drink wine. Like, I just think there's this perspective from the outside world, from people who are trying to lose weight or working towards goals. They think these people that they're watching are like totally perfect all of the time. They're the people who go to the Thanksgiving and they got their Tupperware containers. And I feel like we are here to advocate and tell you that doesn't need to be you. It's just so many times you have to make deposits into the bank, even when you don't feel like it. Day after day, even though some of your workouts are awesome and some of your workouts suck, you're still putting, <laughs> you're still putting deposits uh, into the bank, knowing like, okay, yeah, that quarter ends, adds up over time. That 50 cents adds up over time. And I think that's the best perspective that I can give people or the advice to give people is keep on putting the deposits into the bank. Let these weekends not be stressful. Honestly, if you look at your year, like, yeah, there's only a few of them. Pick and choose how you're going to go in with your game plan. But regardless, you're still going to wake up when that holiday is over. And I hope that you know that you are enough just as you are, whether you gained the five pounds or lost the five pounds or whatever the fuck happened yesterday. You're still enough just as you are. For sure. And it brings me back. And again, I have said this before, is the reason that most of us look and seek to lose weight is to better our lives. Right? We don't think, oh, I want to be fit so I can be deprived. I want to be fit so I can be unhappy. I want to be fit so my life sucks and I'm always hungry. People don't think that way, right? Like we want to be fit so that our life is enhanced, right? And when it comes to Thanksgiving or any type of holiday or moving into kind of that summer season or whatever it is, what's going to enhance your life? Um, if eating the pie and drinking the beer and having the stuffing enhances your life, enjoy it guilt-free, and then get back to, on the next day, enhancing your life with exercise and moving towards the body that you are seeking and striving towards so that you can live your best life, right? It's never about deprivation. It's never about taking away from. Yes. It's always about adding. Yes. And so knowing that whatever you choose, and if you are the girl who needs to go with her Tupperware, cause that's where you are fucking rock it confidently. Don't let anybody sway you. And if yes. you're the girl who needs to eat the stuffing and drink the beer and just let her pants breathe for five seconds, undo that top button. We love you. And tomorrow's the next day. And you move towards your goals of being happy and in your best skin. Totally. Totally. And even for the person that's listening and you're like, you want to be that person that's able to say no 
and you're struggling in that setting to be the girl that says no. You want to be that girl, but you're like, no, it's really hard for me to do. I smell it. I feel it. I want it. Just do it. Honestly, like I'm just here to remind you that instead of feeling as though I need to sit here on the sideline and be the girl that always says no, we are totally yes girls. We say (laughs) yes to the things we want. Like there's so many things in our lives where we're just like, yes, yes, I want more of it. So instead of feeling as though, oh, I got to be that no girl who always says no, we just invite you to be the yes girl, but only saying yes to the things you actually really want, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. In every way of that. Um, so for example, just recently I was, I'm thinking back to our, um, latest Sunday supper potatoes. eh, They don't really do it for me. I know they're super starchy. I know they're super carby. And there are people out there who are potato people like that is their biggest weakness. Eh, It doesn't really do it for me. Buns again, don't really do it for me, but I'm going to load up on that stuffing. I'm going to load up on the gravy. I'm going to load up on the pie. And it comes back to what you were saying, Ange, which is just like you pick and choose the things that are your yes and you let go of the things that are a no. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that takes time. Self-awareness, self-discovery takes time to be like, huh. And I think it's we've talked a little bit about like does this light you up vibrationally? Like mm-hmm. does this bring you to a higher level? Yes. It's the same with food of like you need to sit with, huh, put it in the system. And then how do I feel? Think about how many times you're at a restaurant and you're so excited to eat something and it comes and you're like, oh, and you're not really actually satisfied or loving that experience. It takes self-awareness to go, you know what? I don't actually really like that thing. So maybe Thanksgiving is that invitation for you to be like, hey, you know what? I may have everything, but I'm going to sit a little bit in self-awareness to say, hey, how do I actually feel eating this particular food? Before I move to the next bite of the next thing, where am I sitting? And self-awareness is really like, does this take me higher? Do I feel like I could like run to the toilet right now? Like all of those things are biofeedback within your body of saying, Hey girl, I'm giving you a signal. And when you're listening to those signals, you develop the self-awareness when it comes to food choices. So you're no longer like, Oh, I don't know what to get. Or I know I shouldn't get this, but I am getting this. You're just really developing that self-awareness of like, this makes me live my best life. This gives me the best energy. This allows that the rest of my evening looks amazing because I'm willing to, in that moment, choose what is going to be the best choice, not necessarily because it smells good or because it looks good in the picture at the restaurant, but because when it actually goes into my system... I feel really good. Like, for example, we've talked about this before, but it's kind of like the person who is trying to say, I want to be that. Do you actually really want to be that thing? Or do you love the idea of that thing? Mm -hmm. Because those actions in alignment of it can vary, right? And we talk about excuses Mm -hmm. and we talk about those sorts of things that show up for people. But I think so often, if excuses keep popping up for any particular thing, you need to identify, is it an Is it an excuse or do you actually really want to be that person? Absolutely. And I see this with you, Ange. You're a perfect example of this because there are things in your world that you cannot eat. You cannot eat gluten. You cannot eat eggs. I can, but I feel uncomfortable and it's not worth... Yes. Okay, so exactly. I won't die and I won't have an allergic reaction. But you get bloated and uncomfortable and 
On the toilet. On the toilet. And so when we're together, when there's a group of us together, regardless of what's made for dinner or whatever, and she would rather be hungry than put herself or put her body into that position of total discomfort, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, oh, that takes like a huge amount of awareness. And so that's the thing that I think is important to keep in mind. And it's something that we try to teach our kids, right? Is like, how does this food make you feel? Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Is it is it worth what you're what you're are you going to consume it? Is it worth the taste and the enjoyment of it to feel crappy later? And sometimes, fuck yeah, it is. Sometimes that pie, you know, you know you're gonna feel like crap. You know it's going to make you lethargic. You know it's gonna make you bloated. You know it's gonna make you uncomfortable. But you're doing it anyways. We give you permission to do that. We also give you permission to go. You know what? As much as I love that thing. I have to pass because it is not, it's not worth feeling terrible after. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And I think it's like when you're thinking about your night, your day, your life, over and above what you weigh on a scale, on the scale, over and above any other marker of health, I think your quality of life matters so much more than any of that. So when you're thinking about, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my best friends tonight, can either be a memory where I am on the toilet feeling uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or in that space, or it can be like, hey, you know what? Just eat this other thing and you feel fucking fantastic. Just do the other thing and be okay with it. You are not missing out, right? Like I think so many times when people look at things or they see other people doing things, they're like, oh, but I'm missing out. Are you really missing out? Because you're going to miss out more on the actual parts that aren't food on the other side of that because you're going to be like not not comfortable. And I mean, feeling uncomfortable can come in a lot of different forms, but being uncomfortable can also be 60 pounds overweight and feeling as though I don't want to go to a social setting because I don't feel comfortable in my skin. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're identifying this food choice versus another food choice, what do you want the quality of your life to be? And is the choice that you are making in alignment with the quality of life that you're hoping to have? Absolutely. And I think that's like the key take home of that, right? Is you have to do what feels in alignment and do it without guilt, forgive yourself easily and move the hell forward when it's over. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I feel like we gave people some pretty good tips here. Uh, I guess if you're in Canada, happy happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Maybe one more thing. What are you most grateful for in this very moment, Ashley? In this very moment, I am grateful for stepping into my purpose with 1000% fucking passion. Um, This last little bit in my life, oh my goodness, has been a wild and beautiful whirlwind of just like fucking passion and purpose that a year ago, I'm not sure I would have seen. And and you have been a huge piece of that. Um, Yeah, I am exactly who and where I want to be, not for the first time in my life, but like in on every level, my heart is on fire. And so I'm so grateful that um, things are rolling out. Um, one thing that stands out so blatantly for me is somebody said to me, um, somebody in my family actually said to me, one person can't make a difference. I know. And so I'm so grateful that I don't believe that because, Mm. and I think of you as well in this space where I'm like, oh my goodness, the way that that shapes 
who you are and what you do and what you like that belief. Um, yeah. So I feel like with kind of the rallies that have kind of been coming out, I didn't realize that was part of my purpose, but I guess it is. Um, I've run my first Reiki level one course, um, podcasting really lights up my soul. So there's just all these things that are really just huge to me, um, that I wouldn't have even seen coming a year or two years ago. And yet my soul is on fire. So I would say what I'm most grateful for right now is just becoming and being the best version of myself. And I truly do believe that one person can make a difference. And if I didn't, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing on any level. So totally, totally. What about you? And the power of one is amazing. Oh my Let's God. say one person signs up for your course. One person is like, okay, can you send me a training plan? Can you give me a nutrition plan? I know at the moment you're like, oh my God, I'm the only one person, right? But think about that. Oh my gosh. The power of changing one life. That is one woman, one. Yes. Like, it becomes more, obviously, because it's like a fucking ripple effect. But it's like, you invest enough on that one person to say, you know what? If I just make you know that your transformation, your journey, your anything matters, and we work at it one person at a time, I do think that is where it happens. That's where change actually occurs in this whole wide world. Like, And think about how many remarkable things have happened because one person was brave enough, courageous yes. enough. Just like, fuck it. I don't yeah. care what anybody else says or does. I don't care if one person shows up or a hundred people show up. I just don't give a fuck. I'm here. Yes. I'm doing me and anybody else you want to join yes. me, you're invited to the party, but I actually don't care if you show up because 100%. regardless, I'm here. I have to do this. I have to do this and I have to stand strong in that. And the more often that we can just stand in that, like, uh, the power of yeah. one, right? And power I, I don't of know if you've, one. Have you heard of the analogy? So I don't know if you've heard of this analogy or like this story, but I came across it, I think, oh, well, I don't know, at one point in university or teacher college, but it was talking about the power of one and how there was like thousands or millions of starfish on like the seaside or the beach. I don't know if they belong in the sea. I don't know. But basically there was a guy walking and he was throwing them in back into the water because they were all going to die. They would all be on the beach and they would all die. And so he's throwing them in and somebody walks past and goes, you know, you're not going to make any difference at all because there's like trillions or millions or thousands. I don't know. And he's like, he takes out the one in his hand. He throws it in. He goes, made a difference to that one. Picks up the next one, throws it in. He goes, made a difference to that one. Picks up the next one made a difference to that one. Right. And I think that's the, yes, I do not have the power to maybe change the entire thing, but one at a time, there's going to be an impact. There's going to be a change. There's going to be a shift. And if there's enough of that, maybe there's somebody else who starts picking up those starfish and maybe somebody else sees it and they start picking up those starfish. Right. And that's the beauty of so I've just done my level one course um, and I'm so elated because in my world, I'm like, there are five more Reiki healers in this world. They are going to have their own clients and they are going right. to fucking change those people's lives. And when people say like, yeah, but that's not your competition. Hell no, it's not. And even if it was like, I salute every single one of them. I'm like, I want them to be so successful. I want them to change lives. I will refer people to them. Right. Cause I'm just, and I think 
even if I've only ever done that for five people, it's going to be more because there's another course coming. But yeah, I just, so yeah, there's my really long winded response on what I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. What are you <laughs> grateful for, baby? Oh, I love that so much. And I mean, <sighs> I forget what book it was I read when I was early earlier on but it was like something about influencing people do you know that book that i'm talking about it's like the power of influencing people or i don't know something something along those lines okay. it's very like in, it's about being a leader okay. but your in, ability to impact people mm. and i feel like what happens and me and you both do this so well actually but it's like when we think about i think about how many people i have inspired to be online coaches and are now incredibly successful at it. I'm like, okay, well, that's just like the ripple, but the ripple even more and the ripple even more. And when I think about it, I'm like, fuck, that is incredible. Because if you didn't take that first action, none of those people would have done their thing. And so the power of one is incredible, but I don't think you can look at it as like, okay, if only one person signs up or only one person does the thing, that's not worth it. It's like, no, plant the seed plant the seed, plant the seed, and then eventually reap the harvest of all of these people who are making massive impact. And I love that story that you shared in terms of like, oh, make the difference with this person. I think both of us very much work in that mentality of like, hey, you know what? Maybe we're going to make some money along the way and money is great. But we don't do this because of the money. We do it because that woman is waking up in pain or with whatever she's feeling every day and we know that she is worth it 100%. to fucking change. And that's why we show up for that one woman of like, 100%. hey, you know what? She deserves to be the best mom she can be. And sometimes she just needs a fucking mirror. And that's what we are. We're like, hey, here's a mirror. You're fucking awesome. We're gonna show you, you just need to show see you. that. We yes. need to show you that. And so in what we do, I think so much of that has nothing to do with us. We're there. We're the facilitator. You taught the course, but you knew that that magic oh was within the people. The 100%. Whole time, right? They're like, thank you. I'm like, girl, you shut up. You, this is all you doing the work. I just get to be here. Right. And witness. And you're like, yeah. I'm so grateful for that part. Right. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We're going back to gratitude. So <laughs> I, the thing I am most grateful for in this very moment is I think, I feel very much that we are in a stage for both of us of like, feeling reborn, feeling like we're about to set the world on fire. You're going to make me cry. Yes. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And like the podcast, however many listeners are here right now, that is amazing. And we love that you are here in our origins for episode number 31, I believe. But there's a part where my soul feels so on fire and I'm so grateful a, I get to do it with you because that's fucking amazing. But B, we get to bring alongside the most incredible people in this world who are like, hey, you know what? I want to do what you guys are doing, whether that's being the Reiki practitioner or coming to Ashley or working through one of the programs that we offer. And you guys get to go alongside with us. And I'm just so grateful that yeah. this doesn't feel like fucking working. I know. Ever because we just get to hang out with the coolest people all the time. I completely agree. So this, when I, when that course was happening, I was just like, okay, like this is literally the best possible way I could spend my weekend. It was not like, oh, I have to work all weekend. Of course I miss my kids and Cam was a rock star because he just like took them and they did stuff. But I was like, this is like literally what I choose to do on a weekend because it's amazing. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's incredible. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank everybody here. Cause my heart is mm. just singing. 
<sighs> we love you guys. We yeah. will catch you guys next Thursday. As always, um, take it easy. Yeah. See you next week. Bye.